Hi, I want to tell you about what I think might be the scariest verse in the Bible. And if your brain is going straight to Revelations, no, there's no dragons or beasts involved in this scripture. Uh, it's some words that Jesus says in the 12th chapter of Luke. Jesus says this, verses 2 to 3, There is nothing concealed which will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner room will be proclaimed from the rooftop. What I think makes this passage so scary is that we've all actually got a dark. Uh, what is done in the dark, this passage says, we've all got parts of our life which we keep dark, which uh, contain things. Were they to come out, we'd be embarrassed at least, and at most we might lose relationships or jobs. Even as I'm bringing this stuff up, maybe for some of you there's a lump <laughs> developing in your throat or your heart begins to beat a little bit faster because you know it's right there, that thing that is in the dark for you. A couple weeks ago, um, Christians were maybe not as shocked as we could have been, but disappointed when a prominent Christian leader in the United States, someone who is the president of one of the most famously conservative Christian universities in the country, uh, it came out that he and his wife had been embroiled in a six-year-long sex scandal and it's one of those things you're like how does that happen that someone who is sort of um, so advanced as a christian or mature as a christian advanced down a kind of christian track gets caught up in something so salacious in something frankly so wrong well it starts in the dark it happened because that man and his wife had a part of their life that they kept secret. And as much as good things and life grows in the light, isn't it true that bad things grow in the dark? Innocuous, seemingly innocuous, occasional habits become addictions, life-controlling addictions in the dark. Behaviors that um, seem sort of every day at first, not such a big deal, can become burdens in the dark which control us. Little white lies in the dark can grow into a web of deception that traps us. Bad things grow in the dark. It's also true that the story of scripture is one that offers hope of salvation from this situation, that God offers through Jesus Christ a way for us to come out 
of the dark. John talks about the difference between the light of Jesus, which all of scripture points to, and the dark, which Jesus confronts, which Jesus can save those of us who live in from. There's many stories even as I'm speaking to you in our midst, you know, uh, this is going into lounge rooms and uh, offices uh, and, uh, and a room at the church this Sunday morning. And there's people sitting there, some of you who have stories about how your life was a mess, you were living in the dark, and then Jesus came and pulled you out of it. And throughout history, there's many such stories. I think of one of the most famous ones of a, of a, of a drunk, lying um, slave trader who, uh, whose life was a mess and uh, he found himself on a ship that uh, hit something out at sea and was beginning to sink and um, realizing the situation he was in he cried out to God and said God save me and famously uh, some cargo from that ship uh, ended up plugging the hole in the hull just long enough that this man could be saved and that man John Newton went on to write that famous song that we love so much amazing grace he has a story about how the light of Christ comes in and delivers him from the dark how he was lost but then God found him about how he was blind but then Christ helped him to see many verses in scripture speak to this i think about the 10th chapter of romans paul's letter to the church in rome verse 9 where it says if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved i also think about 1 john 1 verses 9 where it says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all righteousness. I don't know if you notice that there's something that these two verses have in common. The word, I mean, there's a few things, but I want to highlight this morning the word confess. If you confess. See, the Christian hope is that Jesus offers us salvation. God offers us salvation through Jesus, deliverance from the dark places that we find ourselves trapped in, the dark that we make for ourselves into his great light. God offers us that. But these passages suggest that for us to grasp that salvation which God offers us through Jesus, we need to confess we need to confess to god our need for him we need to confess to god a realization that we are stuck in the darkness that there are parts of our heart parts of our life that are a trap a dark trap perhaps you have a story of when you came to that moment of realization 
and confession. It was like the light of God shone into your life. You experienced that salvation from dark unto light. I'm going to pray for us in a few moments and give us an opportunity, perhaps for the first time, perhaps uh, again, to receive that salvation by confessing to God that we are in need of it, that there is a darkness that we're caught in. But before I do, I just want to highlight one aspect when it comes to confession. There's a verse, verse 16 of James 5, which talks about confessing one to another. Therefore, confess your sins one to another, it says. See, the journey begins when we confess to God and He shines His light into the dark places of our lives. But walking it day by day means continual confession. And not just confession to God, but as James says, confession to one another. There is these moments of salvation where we confess to God and receive this gift of life. But walking in the light, living that truth, that salvation day by day, requires of us that we have accountability, that we walk in the light with one another, that we don't allow dark pockets to develop in our hearts and minds and life. I think about the terrible story that I started with of that Christian leader, six years in darkness. I can't help but think there would have been numerous opportunities before things got as bad as they did if he were just to open up that room of his life to someone who he trusted, someone who could have said, this can't go on, let me help you not continue to walk in that darkness. Let's bring that to light. Let me help you, brother. Let me help you, sister. My challenge to you this week is to think about who might be that person for you, that one another that you can confess to. If you've got a lump in your throat as I talk about this, if your heart's beating fast because you're thinking, ooh, that's a big thing to confess that. Isn't it worth it if it stops it from becoming a scandal? It costs a relationship, a job, indeed, perhaps our very salvation. So I want you to invite each of us this morning, this week, to think, who can I confess to? Who can I trust to share the journey with me? Who can I invite into this room of my life to help me throw God's light on it? I'm going to pray for us. And um, it's probably appropriate to shut your eyes because there's going to be people with a lump in their throat, with their hearts beating a little bit faster, doing business with God. If 
that's you if you if you feel that you know if you know what the darkness is in your life as i speak i believe that's the holy spirit inviting you to grasp again the salvation that god offers through jesus christ inviting you to let god's light into your life god we thank you for the good things that grow in the light we thank you for this life that you bless us with we thank you god that you offer us the fullness of it you offer us life and salvation if we just accept your free gift of grace god as some of us in this moment are confessing to you that we need your light cast into a dark place in our life i thank you lord by the spirit that you work now to begin to change hearts and minds i pray for that grace to flood into lives as we pray god i think about the challenge that some of us need to face of moving beyond just the confession to you and the acceptance of salvation but the challenge to walk in salvation and as a part of that to confess to others god give us wisdom and discernment as we think through who we might be able to trust as a confessor god i pray that you would be connecting us to others in our minds and hearts bringing people to mind who can help us with this thank you amen hey if as you're thinking uh, through this challenge this week who can i talk to who can i get to help me to throw the lights on in my life you know i think there is such health and healing on the other side of being brave enough to actually do something about that and i'm going to be praying for all of us this week that we can move towards that but i also want to speak to us just quickly if in the coming days and weeks someone comes to you and says can you help me throw the light on can i bring you into something that's been going on in secret in my life something i need help with isn't that a tremendous responsibility that someone would actually entrust their lives to us we really are holding people's lives in our hands actually we are we're being who god calls us to be our brothers and sisters keepers but it's a serious thing hey can we be a community of people that are so trustworthy when it comes to that that if someone comes and opens their life to you someone um, brings you in to their challenge that we treat that with the utmost discretion that we are completely dependable when it comes to um, respecting uh, boundaries around that kind of stuff and keeping people's confidence i think we can do that i think uh, there's the promise of, of a fuller life on the other side of it 
Hey, have a great week. See you later.